On a deserted stretch of road that passed through the mountains, George rounded a corner and saw a car alongside of the road. Its hood raised and three people standing alongside it, waving their arms. George slowed his car to a crawl and noticed that the three people consisted of a middle-aged man and woman and a teenage boy. They all had the look of desperation on their faces as George drove past them. He wondered if anyone would stop for Ellen and him if the roles had been reversed. George decided not to leave this family stranded in the mountains in the wee hours of Sunday morning. He eased his car to the side of the road and got out, walking back toward the stranded trio. The three people stopped waving their arms as George approached, and the look of desperation in their faces quickly turned to that of relief. The stranded man smiled and extended his hand to George. Oh, thank you so much for stopping, the man said. We were sure we'd be spending the night in our car. George shook the man's hand and said, I'm sure you'd have done the same for me. He tried to release his hand from the strangers, but the man held fast to George's hand. The man's wife stepped up along George's right side, and the teenage boy took his place at George's left. George tried again to release his grip, but the man would not let George's hand go. George turned his head to look at the woman. As he did so, he felt a sharp pain in his side. He turned toward the teenage boy, who was now smiling a menacing smile. George looked down to see a hunting knife buried to the hilt in his ribs. George got dizzy, and his ears began to ring. He felt lightheaded, and then another sharp pain overcame him as the boy twisted the knife in George's ribs. George's mouth gaped wider than he ever thought it possible as the man finally released his grip on George's hand, allowing George to twist slightly and slide down to the shoulder of the road.